Hey, so welcome to the Mental Block with Shelby. Um, today I'm going to be talking about um, how it is to have ADHD, ADD, um, one as a woman, two as a mom, and three as an African American. Um, and this is more so just my story. Also, you guys, sorry if you hear any noise, a baby crying, dogs barking, scratching, whatever. Um, as you guys know, I don't really have much privacy. Um, I'm always on the go. My life is very busy, busy, busy. Um, so for starters, for some people, um, some people know that ADHD and ADD once upon a time were different things. Um, but now with the DSM-5, they're more so fall into the same category because um, either you could have a combination of like, so for ADD, the inattention, um, and then for ADHD, um, the hyperness. So sometimes you can have a combination of both is why sometimes they're very used interchangeably, but now they have, they're broken into subgroups. Um, so like I said, the first subgroup would be the inattention. The second one would be the hyperactivity and the third one would be the combination of both. Um, for myself, I struggle with the combination of both along with anxiety so personally for me um I didn't know I had ADHD or ADD um until I was in my second semester of grad school I want to say um so basically I went all throughout my life with ADHD ADD um and it was undiagnosed until actually I went to a doctor um and I told you guys this story before but I'll revamp it um, so, and so I went to a doctor about like weight loss and things like that and just trying to get healthier. Um, and so he's sitting here trying to talk to me, but I'm like going on a list on a tangent and in my mind, I knew I should shut up, but like, I just couldn't. So basically he gives me like Adderall and I'm over here like Googling, like what the hell is Adderall used for? Mind you, I've worked in many, um, different mental health setting so I kind of knew what Adderall was but like I just double checked and it was like ADHD ADD so like I said before like I remember going down the symptoms my sister's like oh damn sure you really do have these and I'm like I'm like no I don't and then in reality then I start realizing like oh shit maybe I do so fast forward um to now um having this it sucks because people um thinking it think is an excuse and at one point in time I really thought it was just a fucking excuse too like oh everybody has ADHD right that's what it kept diagnosing with all these fucking kids like when I used to work like all these kids have fucking ADHD every one of them have ADHD all the time right at least that that was my bias um but in reality um now that I live with it it is a different thing and I think um it's one thing for us as human beings to say like, oh, this doesn't fucking exist until we're actually um, put in that position as to where we have no choice but to realize that these things actually really do exist. They really do affect people. And I guess the mess up thing about it for me is what I realized is that um, I was very biased. Like I didn't understand it and I, and I didn't even want to respect it because I didn't understand it. Um, and now I'm in, at a point in my life where I think you could not understand something, but have respect for it. Um, so yeah, but moving forward, um, having this sucks and the idea that like being an African-American woman, 
what is expected of me, um, what people think I'm supposed to do, or, or even like with my personal, with my family, like the personal, um, like, I guess what they think I'm supposed to achieve or do or um, anything like that. And what I mean is like growing up, I was always considered like the slowest one. Like I was always the last one to get dressed, always the last one to leave the house, um, just always last. Like um, there's even like a running joke in my family that I'll be late for my own funeral. Um, <laughs> and then also um, growing up, I was very combative and I did like I can get my work done. But I was very argumentative and I used to like love to fight. Like honestly, like fighting was my shit. Um, yes. So um as I got older though, um, it kinda impacted me and the idea that like I have like this negative connotation of being late and I can't and it's almost like I can't help but to be late. Um and it, it, it really sucks because it puts the pressure on me on top of having anxiety of like what everybody else is thinking of me because I'm late. Like I, growing up, like I always said, like it was always a joke, but also, you know, there's always a, like sometimes a negative connotation attached to that or how how I perceived it is that I was always the laughing stock because I was always late. I mean, my family, I, I wholeheartedly believe that they didn't mean it to be like a thing to affect me. Um, I think it was just a, meant to be a joke. Um, but it affected me in the idea that that's something now that I think of myself, like it's a negative connotation that I have of myself, like, oh God, here I am late again. Like people think this, they're going to think that, which only, um, fuels more of that anxiety process. I am, I struggle with being on time. Like I really do. Um, <laughs> and it's, I think it doesn't matter how much I try to prepare not to be late. Um, nine times out of 10, I'm going to be late. And it sucks, like, even for work, like, I've experienced that, like, luckily for my jobs, I've been on time, but, like, it's always been a grace period, if that makes sense. It's always been, like, a seven-minute grace period, so that's how I've always been on time, because I have that grace period. Um, But, like, I'm very forgetful, <laughs> leaving stuff everywhere. Um, prime is, like, one of the funniest things that happened, like, when I was in college, um, I went to a CVS, and I ended up leaving my keys in CVS overnight. And I could not get in. My grandma had to drive from her house to my college, which was like a good like 30, 45 minute drive in the middle of the night to give me my spare key so I can drive my car home. Like, it's just that. Yes, it's that serious. Um, There's been times in the winter. My grandma makes a joke. I, I basically left my winter coat at her house, could not find my winter coat for two weeks. And it was cold as hell. Um, And it was sitting at her house. Um. I leave my cell phone like every five minutes. If you know me, I'm looking for my phone. There have been times I've been on the phone looking for the phone. Um, my keys. One time I left my keys in my front door for like a week. Could not find my fucking keys nowhere. Only lo and behold, thanks to my um, mail person that they handed me my damn keys. It like for everybody, these are like funny things that happen. But for me, this is like a daily like checklist I have to make. Like, do I have my keys? Do I have my phone? Do I have this? Like I, when I get home, I try to leave everything in one spot because I know that if it's not where I'm used to it being, then I'm going to be late. So with having a kid is hard. And I did that like sometimes I'm really tired. I'll take my glasses off in my room instead of leaving them on the table downstairs. So when it's time for me to leave to rush out the house because I was supposed to leave at 730 in the morning, but now it's 740 and I'm already late. My glasses 
are upstairs but i'm downstairs looking for the glasses which is going to make me even more late because now i have to try to back step or back trace where i put my glasses um and even for work like recently i got like a promotion and i got called into the office because of my tardiness and it's just like it sucked because like i broke down because i was like i'm doing the best that i can and and for some people like my best is not good enough and it sucks because like i really am doing the best that i can i mean being a new parent it's hard and then sometimes I wonder like is it because we're in a pandemic or am I experiencing postpartum depression which I'll talk to you guys more about that later but it, it, it's all these things and then like I have before I had my son I had finally got myself to the point where I could be on time somewhere like I knew how to do things and with a kid is it's harder because like I have to fight him to get dressed. So how much time do I allow myself to get myself dressed, to get him dressed, make sure his bag is packed, make sure that he has everything in that bag. Um, it, it, and then I have my dogs like, and that's like having two other children and the idea that like, I gotta make sure they're fed. I gotta make sure they go out. Like, um, it sucks. <laughs> Sometimes it sucks. I mean, like my fiance does a really good job of trying to be helpful, but his work schedule is, is sometimes where it falls on me to have to do these things um and i don't think that people really understand like how hard it really is like i am like holding back tears because like it sounds so stupid and like something to laugh at but it is stressful it's hard because when i first meet people and i have to be somewhere and i'm late like the anxiety that i have is that like i'm being judged already because i'm late which nine times out of ten we all know that like oh you're supposed to be like 10 minutes early i cannot do that like i i can't um i probably shouldn't say i can't but i have tried and i try hard i put the pressure on myself to be somewhere on time and um and it makes the anxiety worse you know um or even being forgetful like leaving the house heading to work only realize i don't have my glasses or i can't find my keys or shit i gotta stop and take my medicine or where's my purse or it is all these things and i don't think that people really get the gist of how hard it really fucking is to live with adhd or add because they think everything is a fucking excuse and it's not an excuse and then for me on top of this all like i'm a parent like i'm a new parent i mean you have people who have adhd add that are parents that that have navigated all of this really well you know um and I'm still learning like it took me a long time to even know that I had ADD or ADHD and I think more so because I'm African-American and also I'm a woman like when it comes to the healthcare system and um for being a woman and being diagnosed with ADHD or ADD like it's not really seen like that diagnosis really goes to boys like let's be realistic like ADD or ADHD, well, ADHD really goes to boys, you know, and um, that's how it's really set up. And more so, like, at one point in time, it was more inclined to go to white males. Um, because I work in the mental health field, I feel as though some, like, like, they've been really targeting black males with this, but I could be wrong, you know. Um, and then as far as, like, um, being, you know, African-American, on top of all of this, like, when it comes to the healthcare system or even the mental health system, mental health care system, the idea of like black people or brown people getting services is really shitty because 
even when it comes to like regular healthcare system, we know that there's um, a very disproportionate rate of how African-Americans or black brown people are being treated that um, when we complain about pain and other symptomologies that they're not taking us serious. So we already know that that exists. So being in pain and doing all that doesn't, people don't think that we feel pain, especially being a black woman. They don't think I experience pain, um, any of that. Like, you know, and also I kind of blame like popular culture for that idea too. Um, and then from there, <laughs> mental health was really not created for black and brown people. Is why within the last, I want to say, I want to say probably like, five to seven years that like learning about um multicultural uh, um aspects of mental health and how to address certain um races has been very popular because like the mental health was not created for black folks this field mental health field was not created for us it was just not it just it wasn't something for us it was not for black folks it wasn't for brown folks it wasn't for poor folks it was for rich folks so the idea of it is like within the last i want to say like five to eight years okay let's say ten to be on the safe side um is where you really see like they talk about this multicultural this and and that and and it's just like um yeah because now with state health insurance and then even with the the um influx of Obamacare you came into where like black brown and poor people could afford or could go see um a mental health provider whereas before it didn't really work like that and I could be wrong you guys know I'm young but that's just what I what I think is my bias and I probably will do some research and update you guys but for now this is where I'm sticking at um so for me to be diagnosed as late as I was diagnosed is an issue. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people know that ADHD um, is correlated with having a learning disability, which means that there's a relationship, but doesn't mean that one causes the next. and doesn't mean that that relationship is always um, there. Being so with me, like I am very intelligent. I didn't, I didn't have um, any learning disability, but on the flip end of it, I do have the ADHD, ADD, an idea that like when I was in school, it would take me all night to do my homework. Nobody knew that. It, I struggled um, with doing my homework, not because I couldn't get it done. It's because I would get focused on everything else around me. Um, don't ask me to clean up my room because it's going to take me hours. And the idea that like I'm going to go in there where like I need to clean, 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 and I'm going to see one thing and I'm going to get fixated on it. It happens. Um, it happens so frequently. And then even being a parent, like with my son, there are times to wash clothes and I want to go and fold the clothes. And then I get stuck doing something else looking for this. Like, it is so easy, one, to get distracted. Two, um, with having a kid, like, I don't know if my medication works the way it's supposed to. Sorry, guys, I'm getting a text message. Um, and then also with being an African-American woman, like, the the stereotypes that are out there like I'm supposed to be all strong and everything and the idea is like what does that even mean you know like it sucks because I think and I really believe I'm a strong individual but then you have like this pop culture idea 
and um this negative stereotype of what it is to be a strong black woman is like i'm supposed to be able to take care of everything like and i'm never supposed to stress about it i'm never supposed none of that is ever supposed to happen for me and it does and um even with my family and i love my family to death you know but they fell to realize sometimes the pressures that they put on me and how like i'm supposed to be able just to handle everything and and having a kid is not as stressful as I make it seem, you know, and in reality, it is very stressful for me. And the idea that like, I wasn't very organized before. Uh, and then finally, I got to a place where it worked for me, you know, like where I, I kind of got like a rhythm down pack. And then having a kid, it threw everything off. And it's trying to find my footing again, as to where I can have everything down pack. And it, in reality, like, I don't run on my time, I run on my son's time. Being so like, one day he may want to get dressed. The next day I'm fighting him to get dressed. One day it's okay to put his pamper on. The next day he's fighting me to put a fucking pamper on. Like, it sucks. And, and it's like the frustration that I feel um, with it in that people really don't understand how stressful this shit really is for me. Um, and that's what I'm seeing here saying. Like, sometimes I'm like, is it a pandemic? Is it postpartum? Is it the ADHD? Is it the anxiety? Like, or is it, or am I supposed to feel like this? Um... And for me, like, it's a fucking struggle. Like, prime example, this morning, I went to breakfast with my sister, her kids, um, and they drove, I want to say, about 25 minutes, and they were able to beat me there, and I live eight minutes away from the place, you know, and the idea is like, oh, you're, you're late or whatever, and it's like, I tried my hardest not to be late, but I had to get the baby dressed, I had to get myself dressed, I had, I had to let my dogs out, I had to feed my dogs um lo and behold and it's like oh but you're always this and it's just like like on the way there driving to the breakfast spot I'm like I could just turn the fuck around and just go home because you like for me is my anxiety I already feel defeated um and the idea that like okay now I'm super late and I live I'm the closest one there um or whatever and it's like I wasn't trying to be late but I'm late now and it's like I don't know it, it's the pressure of it all just the pressure of having ADHD, ADD, and people not really understand. Or even, like, how with me, like, I try my hardest not to get upset about stuff or not to be very impulsive. Like, I I really try, especially with impulsive, impulsivity. You see, you guys, I can't even pronounce the word. Um, I try my hardest not to be that way because sometimes, like, it gets me in trouble. Or at least when I was younger, it would get me in a lot of trouble. And I did that, like, um... I would just say what was on my mind and it wouldn't be like word garbage. It'd be like, I'd be sitting here, my heart is trying to bite my tongue, not to say anything. And growing up, I got into a lot of trouble because my grandma used to always tell me your mouth overloads. No, yeah. Your mouth overloads your ass being. So I would just be talking shit <laughs> and I did. It wouldn't be that. It would just be like, I would be just so like, I got to say this. I got to say this. And it's like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. And I try to focus on other things, but it's like, I have to say it. So then I would just, it would just come out because if I didn't say it, it it would bother me um so I would say stuff and I would get in trouble just flat out get in trouble and I knew already so if you hear me talking and I know I'm going to say something disrespectful um people always hear me say shut up Shelby and the reason for that is I'm trying to censor myself from going forward to say something that is either um that's going to be just word garbage and I did that I didn't think about it before I said it it just is something that just popped up that I want to say so, I mean, there are certain things that I, um, that I have 
I guess, equipped myself or tools I've, I've had for myself that have allowed me to be able to kind of center myself a little bit. But um, becoming a parent has made it more difficult to have ADHD and ADD and the idea that like um, with time and just like for me, everything and idea, like everything has deals with time, right? And it's more so the time concept of it all. Um, and I hate person that I hate being rushed, you know, and, um, and it just feel like I'm always rushing, 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 rushing. Um, I don't like it. And I just feel like with having this ADHD, ADD makes, it's just right now in my life is making it hard. And don't get me wrong. Like I always tell everybody to see a mental professional. Like I'm in this field. Like I get it. I understand it. Um, I take medication for these things. And sometimes it's like, damn, the medication ain't even working. Um, and it's not that it's not working. Sometimes it feels like I have so much that I'm responsible for that, like, this medication works at a minimum, you know. And I'm I'm a big advocate of, like, I personally don't don't like taking medication, but I do understand the reasons for it. Um, I really believe that doing the therapy and learning um, certain techniques of how to handle it so you could leave medication. Um, but for me, no. Like, I feel like I'm always going to be on medication for this because I'm at a point where I just, I feel like I can't manage anything. And even now, like, I may have to talk about, like, trying to up it. But it it sucks. And I don't think that people really think about, like, how hard it is living with ADHD and ADD, especially when you are a minority. And then on top of that, being a woman, let alone a parent, it is very difficult because people really just don't understand. And um, like I said, like, it's not on anybody's business to understand it. I think more so just to respect it. I, I would take any questions on like, oh, what is it like? But um, and just being respectful that like, when I say I'm trying my hardest, I really am. I have so many people that come to me, ask me for help for things. And I'm really a genuine person. And I really love helping people. And sometimes I forget. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, people think that I'm just like ignoring them. It's not even that I'm trying to ignore anybody. It's just that, like, I truly forgot. Um, And then take on the role of being a mom is like, I'm also tired. Like, I am always tired. Um, it is, is ridiculous. I'm just always so tired. Like, I feel like I don't get enough sleep. Um, so it's just a lot. And then, uh, like I said, for me, I wish that I was diagnosed with this earlier. Um, because at least then I think I would have built up more skills to, um, help me navigate better. Um, and I would have understood this a little bit better, not saying that I don't really understand it, but it's one thing to be a mental health professional and it's another thing to be on the other end as a client. Um, like prime example, I was gonna I recorded this, but I never released it and I may just add it to um this video. I mean this recording, um, so you guys can actually hear me freaking out. So um when I was diagnosed with uh anxiety and I had to decide like basically I was being told um that 
either I decide to take a medication or I have a mental breakdown, which will send me into a psych hospital. And um, of course, I decided to take the medication, right? But <laughs> you guys have to hear me like really go into like freak out mode. Um, like I said, like I work in the mental health field. Um, I'm here to help people, but also on the other end, I'm one of those people who are being serviced within this field. So it's one thing to wear the hat and it's another thing to sit in the seat watching the person wear the hat. Um, and I'm just saying like when someone who says they have ADHD or ADD, um, says that like they're trying their best or they're like fucking guys believe them like I when I say I really do like write stuff down and I'm trying or whatever like I really do be trying and um I almost kind of wish like that I didn't have to over explain why to people like why I'm late or why like it it puts more pressure on me um and I'm re I really do work on being on time uh even like with I have so many recordings and interviews I've done that have just yet to release and that is in part of not only the ADHD and ADD because like I keep putting it off but also it's really my anxiety too um so it's, it's a lot it's a combination of things that I am struggling with one like I said being a new parent like I don't it's hard there's no way around it like don't get me wrong like it's a wonderful feeling is a wonderful thing like I love my son I love being a mom but it's really hard and the idea that like my time is no longer my time um and just a lot you know well, my son my son will be one soon so definitely me I'll do an interview with his dad and myself so you guys can definitely hear like our different takes on what what this year has been like um and then also like having the ADHD, ADD and being forgetful, um, terrible with time, at least on my end and, um, kind of being impulsive, <laughs> um, and having the anxiety and always wondering if, if what I'm doing is good enough, am I getting on somebody's nerves and with anxiety, it'll tell you that everybody hates you. It will tell you that everybody hates you. It will tell you that like you're doing a shitty job and, um, really trying to work through the anxiety of it all like I have so many things that I want to record I have so many people that I want to ask to interview I have so many things that I want to try but I will say sometimes my anxiety more than none um will stop me from doing a lot um and don't get me wrong like I am medicated um you know but I like medication goes but so far I mean I am in therapy, so I have been trying some different techniques. Um, and like I said, I am a mental health professional first. And then, you know, put me in the seat as being a client. I am a terrible-ass client. I am hard-headed as hell. Um, <laughs> and the idea of like, okay, I'm going to try that, girl. And I ain't trying that shit. So, yeah. Um, but for the most part, I just want to um, get this across that, like, for me in particular, um, I was diagnosed late, one. I'm an African-American woman, two. And three, I'm a woman. Um, a woman, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard. 
um like i said like the mental health field really wasn't set up for black and brown people um it was more so for rich white folks um and then also like when it comes to adhd add like that's more so i want to say a male's uh diagnosis and idea that like that's usually who is getting diagnosed with this this uh disorder and um also being an african-american woman or just being an african-american um it's hard because family and culturally they don't really understand the context of what what having this or this disorder looks like um and even like what culturally like african-american families don't really discuss mental health is something that um is seen but not spoken about and um so that's another thing like luckily my family has come around <laughs> and the idea of listening um hearing what hearing about these different things accepting the information and even going to therapy themselves and in you know a lot um luckily i'm a fortunate person whose family listens to what i have to say whether or not they agree or disagree um but yeah so it, it's a lot and i know i'm probably rambling because my anxiety slash adhd is really is really taking me for a loop like i am i feel so like it's time to end this um but yeah so this is my take on it um how it is to live with adhd uh, ADD and anxiety um, as a new mom, as an African-American, and as a woman. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a different experience for a lot of different folks. Um, so if anybody would like to share their experience with um, being diagnosed with ADHD that is um, black, brown, white, blue, purple, male, female, transgender, him, they, she, it, whatever you identify if you would like to share that um or with me um or even do an interview about like how family or whatever has affected you with your ADHD or ADD diagnosis or any other diagnosis um please do not hesitate to reach out to me via uh Instagram um so you guys, I'm going to end it here and then you're going to hear my little recording that I did. <laughs> um, so yeah. Once again, thank you for tuning into the Mental Block with Shelby. Um, you guys, I now have an Instagram so you can follow me at Mental Block and that is block with two C's and no K. Um, feel free to reach out to me via DM. I do ask that you guys... If you don't like what I've said, that you let me know, but do it in a way that it can be informative and that we both can grow from the conversation. Um, lastly, like I always say, I encourage you to reach out to a mental health professional within your area. If you do not have one, feel free to text the word HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. Thank you guys and have a great day.